Good morning. Welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where even if you go there in the middle of the night, you can just drive right up, order on your Giant Eagle app, roll down the window, and they bring it right to you. Curbside delivery. I mean, yeah, we're doing, <laughs> we're doing this right after the Penguins game. It's after midnight. Uh, perfect time for fried, uh, fried zucchini. That's uh, their new thing. That's my favorite thing. Uh, zucchini fries, they're unreal. Mike Sullivan's favorite thing is when his team defends well and uh, protects their goaltender, and then the goaltender in turn does his job. I, I can't help Taylor but look at this game too and think to myself that I don't know what Montreal's answer will be for this because they don't have some great offensive team. Do you know what I mean? If the yeah. Penguins are going to defend like that, I don't know what their answer is for that, other than just getting a bunch of power plays. And even then, they've had power plays and not really done much with them, meaning the Canadiens. Yeah, they did defend a lot better this game. If you look at um, just where the shots were coming from, compared to last game, I mean, they really didn't let in many close shots at all, like close to Murray. Um, I mean, that was, a, that was a big part of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where, where they go from here. I mean, they're a... They're a, they are a fast team, but it's, it's like only the forwards. And I, I don't know, like, because, I mean, we've, it looks like the ice does break down by the time, you know, this 8 p.m. game rolls around. So I don't know if maybe that plays a part of it because it, it's hard to play like a fast game like that if, if the ice is breaking down. Um, and it's really only their forwards that have that kind of speed. Uh, they're not even fast all the way down the lineup, you know. Yeah, there were some weird things with the puck and the ice. But, the, you know, I would also argue that the two prettiest plays of the game uh, one by each team were made on saucer passes uh, that were actually, no, I take it back three of them, uh, you know, Jake's pass to Sid w went a long way across the rink and made it right onto his blade. And then Sherry's excellent pass uh, that saucered over uh, to Zucker. But I'll also throw in a, a pass that Jonathan Drouin made to uh, Yoel Armia it was that Murray made, I thought, his best save of the game on a glove save. It was rather early. Um, but Early in so, the I mean, game or the – Yeah, the, the one at the, the start of the third was, was a pretty big save too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about for, just from the standpoint of the ice, I don't know that the, the ice is – I mean, again, when we're not there to ask these guys, it's kind of hard to, you know, well, the ice I – mean, Go ahead. We, we, we have asked about the ice the, after the first game and then – uh, practice on on uh, Sunday um, between right. the games and I mean they did said you you can feel the ice breaking down towards the end of the period because I mean right. there's what they're the third game of the day the games are pretty close and uh, I mean the one thing is that I mean so like the equipment isn't being stored in the arena they're going back and forth so the loading docks are open in the hot August weather uh, for a good part of the day so I mean that is uh it it is a factor, but I mean they're 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 both playing on the same ice. But I mean some teams are better equipped for it than than others, and I don't know if the Canadians are as equipped for it as the Penguins. Yeah, I just I'm not seeing more than anything. I guess what I'm not seeing from from Montreal is skill. Uh, I'm not seeing plays made up front where you go, oh wow, that was a pretty talented play. That was something a little bit slick. And that shouldn't be a surprise. That there, yeah. Drew N was that player like three, four years ago before something went, you know, kerplooey in his head. Um, Brendan Gallagher has more grit than he does skill. Thomas Tatar has skill. Uh, to me, Taylor, I, I thought he just 
vanished in this game. I thought he was at least visible in game one. I just don't know. My, my point is here is I don't know where Montreal finds an answer for this if the Penguins defend like this. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, well, you're saying you don't see slick plays. I mean, who's, like you said, who's going to be making those plays? Um, it was, I think it was like the the first day of practice, uh, Aston Reese was asked about Montreal's first line, and he, he wasn't trying <laughs> to make a dig. He said, to be honest, I'm not sure who's on their first line because, like, you know, when they're going over film, they're not looking, they're not numbering the lines or whatever, but. Yeah, no, he wasn't being I mean, insulting. No, yeah, he way. wasn't saying, like, I don't know who Thomas Tatar is. He was saying, like, I genuinely just don't know who's on the first line. And, um, God, I mean, it's really not I that know, number. I know, they do have a lot of just... young, they have, they have young, young fast forwards, but I mean, the, the defense is slow. Like, they, they don't, <laughs> uh, they don't really have any skilled guys on, like, skilled guys to make those plays on, on defense. I mean, the the, the strategy, strategy from the defenseman is to just get rid of the puck quick and then join the rush late because they don't have the speed to keep up with the play. Their most talented player at any position is their goaltender. Yeah. One key to this series and really beyond is going to be depth for the Penguins. And we know that they're a deep team because they, they are scratching Sam Lafferty and Evan Rodriguez, who were arguably two of their better performers in this camp and in the exhibition games. So we know that they're deep in that sense, but we, we don't know is whether or not they're deep in the performing with the guys they're sending out there right now sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, what are you seeing from either the third or the fourth lines? It gives you confidence or lack of confidence or whatever moving forward here. Yeah. I mean, I thought mm, the, the greatest improved players from the last game were the fourth line. Cause I mean, Look at the fourth line the, for, from game one. I mean, Aston Reese really wasn't that good at all. Um, Bluger was like nowhere to be seen. And, I mean, and then Tanev, the things that make him Tanev, the hitting and the, just the energy just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, we did see that energy from Tanev um, in game two. Uh, I, and just, I mean, the line as, as a whole looked better. And then, I mean, Bluger, uh, I mean, he was out there the to win the, the faceoff to – Score the empty netter. I mean, that was yep. one of the biggest moments of the game because I mean, it was a it was a close game. Um, well, and so Latang decided. You talking about after Latang decided to ice it? Why? Well, <laughs> how many times the did they net. ice the pocket? Yeah, no, but well, oh, I mean, they wow. missed the open net like three times. But then, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, Bluger's out there. He had to win that that draw, and then of course, you know, get it to Gensel. Gensel um, scores the empty netter to seal. But I just thought um, at for an incredible the fourth line was that's an encouraging sign moving forward to see that they're a lot they were a lot better than they were last game because what about the third what about the third what did you see i think that the third line really wasn't good at all in, in game one either um just thinking like like i don't I, i'm the third the the third line uh marlow had the lowest was it the the lowest five on five time of any forward in game one um, you can't really be sheltering the third line. And then I, I thought together they looked a lot better this game. And um, Mc, Mc, McCann had a nice move. Was in the third to uh, he almost set up a goal. And then mm-hmm. yeah, uh, down low, down low to Marlow. It was a good play. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, I mean, Horgwitz looked on the power play too. 
Yeah, uh, but that's it, not well, what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But I mean, like the, those players, because I, I mean, like Marlo, yeah. Marlo seemed like a liability maybe at times in the in, in game one. I mean, you look at when uh, Johnson, when uh, the Canadians got the the penalty shot in overtime, it was Johnson's fault directly. He held Druin, but I mean, the reason that he got the breakaway is because. Marlowe just got like lost he got and he yeah, got, he got you know, spun yeah, around. Was... Um, so, I mean, we didn't see any of that. So, I mean, the, the bottom six, I mean, both, both lines look better. I mean, they're yeah. I mean, they were better than game one. I guess my, my problem taking these in order with, with my problem with the fourth line, I agree with you that Aston Reese, I, I thought he had a very solid game and that he needed to have one. These guys yeah, need after, to start yeah. feeling, they need to start feeling Lafferty and or Rodriguez on their back. They need to have that in their heads about how well those guys performed. Um, you know, Teddy was there. I'm still waiting for the best version of Brandon Tanev. Um, we haven't seen that yet. I'll say this about that third line. And I think you and I discussed this way back in the early portions of camp. Correct me if I'm wrong. What are they supposed to be? Like that, that's, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know what well, they would look like, Taylor, if they were at their best. I don't know what that looks like. What is that line supposed to be? Yeah, I mean, because is what I brought that up on our last uh, Facebook live stream. That mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the other lines and the way they're constructed because, like, they they do they they have identities and they're constructed because they fit well together. The third line. Is just the leftover guys that <laughs> leftover guys. That's to... right. Yeah. No, because I, I mean, like toys. Yeah. because yeah, everyone else has a spot. You know, Zucker fit well with the second line. You're not going to play Sherry anywhere other than the first line, and you're not going to break a Baston Reese Bluger Tanev. So then you're left with Marlon McCann Hornquist. <laughs> so I mean, you just kind of have to play together, even though McCann probably not best suited at at center. Just uh, I don't know if he's is defensively as he has as a center should be and uh i mean the only yeah and then does he really have the best chemistry with marlo horn chris is that really the combination that works best together i don't know it's just what it's their only option unless yeah, no. you know you take one of those guys out but uh i mean i don't if, if this is the the, the play if these are the players are going to play i mean that, that just has to be your third line it feels like insulting people to say something good about John Marino. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, it's like saying the Beatles had a couple of hits. Like, I mean, all he does out there is excel. Uh, he's on the puck. He's on the body the moment someone crosses the Pittsburgh blue line. And then he engulfs them like some CGI character, gets the puck away and takes the play the other direction. And the only thing that bothers me about that, Taylor, is that I feel like as a result, Marcus Pedersen isn't going to get his due for how well he's playing alongside Marino. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just how I mean, what have you what have, what have you seen from that second pairing? And are they arguably even at times five on five the Penguins' best defensive pairing? I think consistent. Like if these, if you look at these first two games together as a whole. I mean, has Marino not been their best defenseman overall in the? He might be their best the- player, other than Sid. He might. He might yeah, be their best I mean, player. I mean, he's done better than Latang Dumoulin. If you look at you know some of the mistakes they've made 
through these first two games. I mean, Marina oh, yeah. has definitely been their, their best defenseman. Um, I mean, you look back to game one, just because, I mean, you're talking about what he's been doing defensively, but I mean, offensively too, he set up Russ for the, for the tying goal that, that, that game. Um, he like single, single-handedly carried the puck uh, up the ice and got it to Russ. I mean, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he's he's been good on on both sides of the puck. I don't think uh, I, Pedersen maybe a little bit streakier today. Uh, sometimes he just looked. I don't know if like it looked like he couldn't catch up or just the the pace or I don't know. I I don't think I Marino's been the better one. That's what I mean. When you pair those guys, when you pair those guys, and and someone is dominating the way Marino is, it's it's the other guy is not going to get the credit they deserve. And they're also not going to get the notice that they deserve. Um, it's, it's, it's a good situation. I would say for, for Mike Sullivan and for Jacques Martin to have a second pairing. That's pretty much, I think five on five out playing the first pairing. And again, I don't think the first pairing has been terrible either. Uh, but as long no, as we're on the subject, yeah, as long as we're on the subject of the, pairings why not bring up the third one because the third one did have a really rough game one and honestly I don't know that even Jack Johnson's <laughs> most vicious haters could have looked at this game and thought that Jack was lousy they just seemed like they all played pretty well together they all defended really hard and Montreal didn't get much going yeah I mean honestly I didn't notice Jack Johnson or, right like, there that pairing a whole lot which is a, a good thing um I mean, and I mean that's how I felt during during training camp too. That I really didn't notice that pairing a whole lot, which is fine. Like that's a probably mm-hmm. a good thing when when you're not pairing. Um, yeah, I mean they 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 had a kind kind of a rough uh, game one, but yeah, they, I thought they looked better here. I mean, and the the first pairing, it they've just had like both of them have had a couple moments that are small but but stand out. I mean, like. Letang, it, it's not with that pairing, but I mean, like, flopping on the power play shot. Uh, that stands out. Dumoulin, um, game one, when he got stuck on that pinch, and it led to the, oh, yeah. uh, the second goal. Was it the second, yeah, the second goal. From the Andre, Suzuki like, goal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got stuck pinching, and then it was a uh, two-on-one on Letang. Uh, and there wasn't a whole lot Letang could have done, but, I mean, it was, like, Dumoulin's fault. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the defense doesn't look perfect, but, I mean, like, Marino – Pretty much has. Last thing, any changes at all for Game Three? I don't. I don't see why you'd need to after wow. after this. I don't see what you'd do. I don't see what you'd break up. Who you would bring in? Um, uh, I still want to. I, I still want Taylor. I still want to find a way to get Rodriguez and Lafferty in there, and I almost don't care at whose expense. You know, because <laughs> scratch what McCann and I know. Up, look, I know. I know that is what you'd have to do. But I, I'm also thinking about this from more than the Montreal standpoint. Penguins are going to have to attack and sustain an attack. Not so much against Montreal, but against other teams that they'll face along the way. They're going to have to have more attack zone time, and they're not going to get that with that third line. They're just not. That thing is not going to work. And I've been saying that forever. I, I'd look, I'd love to be wrong. You know, it'd be great, you know, but I, I don't know that it'll happen. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm decent confident that they'll make it out of this series now yeah. <laughs> it was probably before this game but moving forward I don't uh know that this lineup has it in them to make a deep run uh and I think if 
you could make those changes to the third line. The third line would at least have an identity and they would be like a real good energy third line. Just, exactly. Exactly. Like, you'd know who they were and why they were out there. Exactly. And when Patrick Marlowe would be watching from the press box, I mean, that's just uh, tough to imagine. Thank you.